Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Dear Colgate, I love that you love that I love being at home. You even let me whiten my teeth from home. Because you know how I feel about getting up from my cloud couch. The Colgate Optic White LED Kit gives professional level results in just 10 minutes a day for 10 days when used as directed. And that's why, Colgate, I want you to meet my parents. Because ever since meeting you, I've been living life to the brightest. Colgate Optic White. Find it at all major retailers. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Happy Hot Messy Topics. Oh my God. I feel good. I got my eyebrows boxed, my nose boxed. Where are you going this week that you need all that done? Um, Do people know? I'm sure you've talked about it enough. I mean, you just had Emily on last Friday to cover all of the legal happenings happening within the Bravo universe. Yes. But you guys are going somewhere this week and I'm a little jealous, although I, I have no right to be jealous because I didn't want or I turned it down. But. You turned it down and you were very open about this too. Um, Yes. So we are going, and by the way, I was supposed to shave today too. And I realized that I ran out of shaver heads. So I'm being just way too candid with you, but I wouldn't have came here like a trash box on a Monday. Cause that's not how usually I start my Mondays unless Jason rolls the tape and then sees that I actually do. Interesting. Okay. Anyways, we are leaving. I am leaving on Wednesday. Um, I'm going to meet Emily in Los Angeles and we are going to the Vanderpump Rules premiere party. Originally, I wasn't going to be going because, as you guys will find out, the following week, I am doing um, an interview the next day. So I'm only going to be in Los Angeles for 18 hours. It's going to be a little bit of a whirlwind, but I think that that's kind of when I thrive the most is when it's like the pressure is on. Pressure makes diamonds. Yeah. What do they call it? Something chaos. Like, what is it? Organized chaos? Organized chaos. You know what I mean? It's all organized. It's chaotic, but it's fun. And I feel like that's when the best things happen, you know? What are the best things, Jen? What are the no, best what things are the in life? Things? Um, the best did things in feel, life are Did you my... feel like the filter was on? Yeah, I thought you had like a filter on. Dude, no, no, our skin just... Your skin just... <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate yes. that. Um, yeah, I really thought the filter was on. It's no. a little TikTok-y, you know? No. Um, controlled chaos. Thank you, Elaine. Yes, controlled, organized, all, all of the things. But where do we start today? Because there's lots of new well, shows. Let's do a recap real quick of our weekend. Oh, we had a great weekend. We had a so guys, we had dad come in town. Dad and my stepmom. That was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. We had a lot of them. fun. They were only in town for two days. I just want to say their four hour trip coming up here from Orlando, Florida ended up becoming a seven, eight, nine hour trip. And then going back home, it was a four hour trip. So that yeah, was good. It's crazy. But the first day we took them everywhere. And then the second day they're like, Can we just like relax inside of the house? But there was no drama. It well, guys, you know what's really funny, though, is you always have to be doing something. Yes. And I, I like kind of just chilling out, you know, put on the put on the sweats, sit back, relax, watch some Netflix. And your dad and stepmom are more on that page, Yeah. especially after we ran them around like for 24 hours. It was a lot of fun to sit back and, and chill. But I like to put yeah. on my little budgie smugglers and chill out on the couch. Your budgie smugglers. How do you remember that? No. No, very okay. good below deck down under reference though. Yeah, very good. Thank I, you. I enjoy that. Yeah. Are we doing below deck tomorrow? We are. We're doing Anchor Watch tomorrow. It was kind of like we're not sure because I'm also going out of town the day after you. So I wasn't sure if we could like pull it all off. But yeah, we'll do Anchor Watch tomorrow. We're uh, 
almost at the end of the season of Below Deck Med. But you know what? I wanted to start really quick. I didn't tell you this, but I wanted to ask everyone in the live chat, replay crew. Also, if you're on the podcast, you're listening, leave this in a review. Um, I want to know from the live chat and everyone watching what your favorite current, current Bravo show is and what your least favorite Bravo show, current Bravo show is, or maybe not current, just in general. I didn't even you know? think about that. So if you're in the live chat, put your your favorite slash least favorite, because I, I really want to know. I want to know where we stand on a few on a few shows right now. Um, Paused Claus said, nothing like YouTube forcing you to watch two ads when it's a live show. I don't think that they force you to watch ads on a live show. Uh, lately, YouTube's been doing a lot of weird stuff with ads. Oh, so. well, guys, don't blame us for that. Sorry about that. Um, okay, so I'm going to answer this really quick. And by the way, if you guys don't know, we've been talking about it, but just kind of keep you back in the loop. Jason and I are doing this giveaway right here where we are giving away one of my favorite and his favorite skincare products. It's called Bloomine. Normally it's $150, but um, right now it's going to be free. So as you can see, in less than one week, we got over 100 extra reviews. We're trying to come in with all the five-star reviews and get to 1,000. We're at 774. As soon as that number hits 1,000, we are giving one lucky winner a giveaway. And then after that, every additional 250, we're upping the ante. We're going to be giving away vacations, like workout. It's going to be a fun, fun year. Yeah. For sure. Especially because it's, it's fun because we get to collaborate with some of our favorite companies and do that for people just by the click of a button, leave a five-star review and then tell us what show you hate, what show you love. It's like the easiest way to enter something. All right. I agree. And it's a lot of fun. And guys with Bloomine, I know I get a lot of DMs too. They're like, Jason, I can find this Bloomine cheaper on whatever what's the thing called it's Timu like, or something yeah, and it's amazon it's your skin but it's your skin and it's it's a knockoff so you want to be careful with knockoffs um especially when they don't work but i'm seeing a lot of things and adam i want to go ahead wait can i tell you some of the answers you asked oh yeah yeah, yeah. let's see what some of the answers are okay favorite current is salt lake city least is atlanta southern yeah. charm is our favorite favorite southern charm least beverly hills and potomac favorite southern charm least Roni, Ultimate Girl Strip, I'm guessing. Love, Below Deck, and Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Southern Charm is favorite currently. Potomac is least. Potomac least, huh? I've been hearing that a lot lately. Potomac is getting a lot of bad. Love, Southern Charm, least favorite. Real Housewives of Atlanta didn't even watch last season at all. Oh, man, yeah. Oh, I, okay. Okay, go ahead. So, uh, oh, gosh. No, you're ahead. Uh, the, <laughs> um, so, I think my... My favorite show, well, I have to say Below Deck because we do an entire recap. I dedicate one night a week to doing that recap. So Below Deck, there's nothing like seeing Captain Sandy back on med, you know, at this time of year. And we have Captain Carey coming up for the OG Below Deck, which is going to be an exciting season because he is swinging the axe more than Captain Sean ever did on Below Deck. So I'm really excited. Um, I have to say, surprisingly, Southern Charm has been my favorite show this year, mm -hmm. only because it's been such a fun, easy watch. There's no, I don't have to guess, even if I haven't seen some of the past seasons, which I have, it has been a really good show. I know we'll get into like a little recap of that reunion. Ma how Madison's like right in the, in the center, front yeah. and center, of yeah, course. Front and, center. and um, I want to say my least favorite show of this year has been, and we should keep the, the comments up too, because I'm curious, it has been Atlanta. It's been Atlanta. And I just... I, I couldn't, I couldn't, I haven't been able to get into it for the past few seasons, but this year, especially it just really, it was a bummer, man. Like it was bad. I would say Atlanta and Beverly Hills for me. Beverly Hills is, I don't know what happened. No, I there was Atlanta so much anticipation. Hills, I mean, even Potomac, I'm not going to lie. Like Potomac, you have your key figures that you can get into. Like I can watch Candace Siller Bassett. I can watch Ashley Darby. I can see Giselle get messy and I like it, but watching it, I'm like, you guys, our show is dying. And then I go over to OC and I know that Tamara's toxic, but I'm like, I'm getting a show. I know Monica's toxic, but I'm getting a show. Yeah. Southern Charm, like, they're all toxic, but Listen, we're getting a show. I have runners up too. Let me just open oh, my little Jesus. notes. Okay. Because we have to get into some hot. I know. I love this. I know. But this is fun to talk about because we got to we got to see where we are. We're going into 2024. Um, for me, Real Housewives of Salt Lake City was a definite runner up because I was looking forward to every episode, which, you know, with, when it comes to housewives and stuff, sometimes you don't. And then I'm going to say my least favorite runner up is Winter House, because no matter what they do to Winter House, it just always after three episodes, it's the same 
shit. I don't need to watch a big orgy. You can go watch. There's sites for that. There were banner pump rules. Yeah. And I think shows that need to come back is Family Karma. I'm, I'm missing a bit of Family Karma. And I know we wouldn't have gotten a new season yet, I don't think. But like, that's an enjoyable show. That's like something for people who are in the middle of things and don't really want to watch this or this. It was a good show. No, that's fair. Yeah. I think that Family Karma was always good because it was just that. It was the families. It was multi-generational. Like as far as like the drama came, like the grandparents were arguing with the grandparents down, trickling down to like the parents with the parents, the kids with the kids, and then talking about having more kids. I'm seeing what you guys are saying here in the live chat. But Ooh, hold on really quick. So I think I just saw Ashley say in the live chat somewhere that should she watch Southern Hospitality or just stick with Southern Charm? I watched half of the first season of Southern Hospitality. I found it enjoyable, but I just forgot. This season, I haven't had time to really get into, but I am planning on it. I, I think it's going to be more interesting than last season for sure. I'm also excited for the second season of Dubai. I'm excited for the second season of Dubai, but I don't care about Southern Hospitality. And I'm not trying to discourage people from watching it. I'm just saying, like, personally, I feel like we're doing Vanderpump Rules all over again. And I think that they, uh, there's like a designated Stasi, the one who's supposed to come in and be like the sure, asshole. Sure. I think that there's the one that's supposed to be like the good girl and like everybody's going to sit there and ice her out. I think that it's so obvious how they're trying to do um, the characters and make this ensemble cast resemble an ensemble cast that made an Emmy nominated. Um, okay. Show. Yes and no. So I, I, I was oh. under, I was under, let me just talk about this really quick. Let Go me ahead. defend some Southern hospitality. Here, okay. Ahead. Let me give you some pros to your cons. So some of the pros I found and find about Southern hospitality okay. is it's kind of like a Southern charm meets Vanderpump rules. But let me ask you this. So we have TJ, TJ Dench, who is on the show, Southern hospitality, who's gay. Okay. In Charleston. How come that we don't have any gay cast members of Vanderpump Rules in 11 seasons. We did. Who? We had members of the LGBTQIA plus community. Okay. Ariana ate Lala's cookie. Okay. We also... I, I'm just saying. Billy Lee. They call it... Well, okay. You know what I'm saying. We also had Logan accuse James of hooking up. Um, yeah. We also I'm talking about a full-on cast member who is gay, who's been there since the beginning. You know what's so who funny? That? I was even saying this to Madison and not like we would ever join a reality TV show because we wouldn't or else we would have joined when we had the opportunity. But like I even said, no offense to TJ. Like, I just think that you need more exciting representation. But no, also, what are you talking about? You I, don't even watch the show. I do. Southern you, Charm? No, Southern Hospitality. Oh, I don't know that. What one. are you talking about? I thought you were talking about the guy with the glasses on Southern. Oh Charm. no, that's Rodrigo. Uh, that's Rodrigo. different. Yeah, that's different. Oh God, Lord, I can't keep him straight. Exactly. That's my <laughs> point. That is my exact point. Felt like I'm trying to keep. Okay, here we go. guys, have since, you straight. Since we're talking fine. about Southern Charm, let's just go ahead and break into it before we get into all of the other things. Okay. Um, oh, not Salt Lake City, but Southern Charm. What was your takeaway from episode one? Because there were a lot of things that were going on. We had JT come in. He came in with a complete hard on for Austin and it almost felt like it was like a dog with a bone. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. JT gave me little man syndrome. He did. You see a little man put that picture back up. I yes. don't think he is. Yeah. He's a, yeah. Okay. Like level height. All right. Yeah. He's, it's not a problem. He's a shorter guy, but I think he has Napoleon complex. I think that he comes in and he's like, I got to prove to you that I'll whoop your ass and like, you need to treat women right. Well, you got to get a woman to treat her right first. And I get their points too. It seems like he's a little bit jelly belly of the rest of the cast because he likes Taylor and she's the one that didn't get away but was never there. Mm -hmm. And you can see that. And I like that Madison sits back and she giggles at all of them making clowns out of themselves. And then also Taylor and Olivia. Going back and forth. First of all, her kissing Austin is beating a dead horse. We don't care anymore at this point. But finding out that Olivia made out with Thomas Ravenall when she was 20, and then Thomas came out in the press and said that she used me. I also don't believe that. Her family comes from money, money. Just saying. Whose family? Olivia's. Did you see the oh. house on the water? What about the house in the water? It's a they house come, on the water. That's they money. come from money, money. That's what I'm oh, saying. He's like, hey, I get she it. Oh, she, yeah, 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 yeah. Right, right. No, she's you. got it. Yeah, no, she, I was like, what the hell are you talking about? Mm -hmm. No, it was, it was very strange to watch. Um... You know, a lot of people were pointing out, I've read a lot of comments about Taylor and how they've seen a different side of Taylor this 
uh, reunion, part one reunion we're talking about, yeah. where um, they just don't like it. But at the same time, I think Olivia is just as guilty as things. Remember that Olivia and Austin weren't together. It's more about a friendship thing. It you was know, for it's TV. Not... It was total TV. Yeah. Yeah. No, when, when going back to JT, because I see the comments too, because everyone's agreeing with you with the little man syndrome and and creepy little dude. And what else are we saying in here? You guys are the, are the worst, but the best. <laughs> okay. I I really liked the addition of JT I... on Southern Charm this season. Okay. Mm -hmm. But yes, I see the point of you're coming in hot. You're trying to solidify your spot on the show, just like a housewife would. Mm -hmm. And you know what? I, I was here for it. And so were some of the other guys. I know. But when you come in and you start off and you're like, I'm coming for you, motherfucker. I'm going to do a fuckboy exorcism. And Andy's like, it is the first minute of the reunion. And everybody's kind of laughing because it's like, you want so bad. Like you're losing in the other aspects of you didn't get the girl. It didn't pan out for you. Yeah. So instead, I'm going to make an ass out of the one who did on national television. You come in with a chip on your shoulder. It looks like I get it. He's more successful than some of them. He has, in fact, had a woman before because he went through a divorce. Yeah. But you look like a douchebag. They all look like douchebags. Uh, yeah, I was going to say like, wait, 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 wait. You got you to step back. You know, I think JT out of all of them. Yeah, he's coming in hot. Yeah, he has a, like a, a little big personality. But don't say little big personality. A little big. He has you big, said that he had little man syndrome. No, he said so. I can say he has, he has a, uh, that's what I said. He has a little big personality, so he has this personality. You can't say that. What the hell? Why not? You just <laughs> can't that say he's that. Napoleon complex. Why can't I say little big personality? It's fine. I don't think it's what the I'm same. saying is that he still he's a very respectful person when he talks to women. When he, you know, I just find him like different. It's a different energy. I'm defending his little big personality. I'm not I, making fun of it. I know you are. Jeez. The Kevin Hart of Southern Charm. Okay. Oh, Lord. <laughs> I'm done with you. It's not Just, me. I'm done. So from that too, I want to go on to another thing that we witnessed here. Because I think that just like the Salt Lake City reunion, I think that a lot changes through part two, part three, through the different parts. And I think that you kind of... The whole point is to get some sort of resolution by the end of it so we can bring all of these same assholes back to do the same thing next season. That's on every show. And for this particular show, we had one person who was giving us a moment that almost felt like, are you saying goodbye? And we watched and it was like, man, are you kneeing me on purpose? No, no, no. Sorry. You just keep running into my knee. I'm sitting in the same spot. <laughs> um, at BravoCon, you guys. Hi. Up. And I told you guys, Jason and I did a members only. We talked about BravoCon. We left an NBC after party event at the top of this hotel. I forgot what it was called. Uh, the Delano. The Delano. Yeah. And it was called Skyfall. One of our friends took my phone because she lost place. her phone in our Uber. So she's running around the casino with my phone. Jason's like, why did you give her your phone? So then we're trying to chase her through the casino with my phone. And all of a sudden we walk past and Emily and I, I think it was Emily, it was Emily and I, and we're sitting there and we see somebody like yelling and getting removed from a poker table. Lo and behold, it was Shep. Shep had a little bit too much to drink. The woman wanted him to stack his poker chips. He said, you fucking stack them. And she said, security. And he got removed. And it was one too many fireball. Because as you guys know, at the casinos, if you're gambling, they just keep bringing them to you. So well, they'll bring you like fireball for free. You know, they'll bring you everything for free. Well, I guess it depends what you're, yeah, you what you're playing. Delano. I mean, if you're sitting there doing like the 25 cent machines, they're probably going to bring you like a cheap Bloody Mary with house vodka, but you know, right. whatever. Right. But also, okay, so long story short is we saw with our own two eyes sort of um, the downward spiral that was Shep at BravoCon. And he admits to this on the reunion floor. And then he's like, you know, guys, I fucked up. And I think I'm going to get control and I appreciate you guys. And I would really love each and one of every one of you to hear me out and listen to me. And instead of drinking like that, I'm going to make a change. I'm Andy. I'm only going to drink beer. I'm only and I'm like, beer. what the, you know, Madison even said, she's like, I thought he said I was about to cry. I thought he said he was going to go to rehab. That, you know what the problem is, it's like, you know, we've had lots of people or friends in our lives who are like, you know what, I'm just going to stop drinking liquor. I'll just have wine, but then have like 15 bottles of wine. You're like, well, I don't know if that was really the answer, but um, yeah, very interesting. I do. This is like the one of the first times, though, you've seen Shep take like real accountability. And he's the one who went to Andy. OK, come on. You got to give it to him when people like do, I know. I know. Listen, 
people give you credit all the time. You're for, on camera. Right. You have to. Right. But at, uh, he doesn't have to because there's been many times he hasn't. This time he went to Andy. He said, this is something I want to talk about. I want to acknowledge this and take accountability. That is a good first step, especially if you have a drinking problem. No, wipe that smirk off your face. Because no, the what that? it's not a great step. Okay, that is a great step. That Hi. is that is you have to realize you have a problem. Okay, Be watch this. Hi guys, I identify as an asshole, and today Sometimes. instead of ripping Jason's head off four <laughs> times, I'm gonna go with maybe about one. And I think that thank you guys all for acknowledging me for accepting the fact that I am an asshole, and I'm gonna do better. And there you go. I don't understand. It's gonna be one time. Brittany says the first step to admitting you have a, is admitting you have a problem. That is absolutely true. And no, so even Matilda just said Shep might be California sober next, which we know doesn't work because we've watched this over and over again on Vanderpump Rules, right? Mm. Mm. What does that say? <laughs> That's not a step. Yes, acknowledging you have a problem is a step. That is the very first step. The very first step. So I'm gonna I'm gonna let him have it. Okay. Yeah. I think that it's time for us to move on from Southern Charm because there's so many other things to talk about. And before we get into like the fun, fun stuff, I wanted to ask you guys, because I don't know if you're aware, I don't even know if Jason's aware at this point, but a lot of our Bravo shows, depending on the ratings, obviously the ratings are what decides what happens, what happens and how we move forward. And the Real Housewives of Atlanta have been sort of left in limbo. And when I say that, it's because Candy Burris has recently come out and she is now sharing that not only is she not happy with Bravo and the network and neither is her cast, but she and her cast, none of them have received friend contracts, full-time contracts, or even definitive dates as to when they might start filming. So apparently, based off of what Candy's saying, Bravo and the network, they're not really caring about the fact that they're leaving them in limbo because it's more for you guys. You're lucky to even be on these shows. You're lucky to be a part of this. You're a part of this whole Bravo family. And for the cast, they're like, if we're not going to be asked back to the shows right now, we are not taking other opportunities as per our contracts, but we're losing money if you're not in fact asking us back. And I saw in the comment section, I saw two sides. I saw one side that said, Candy, you need to be quiet and be grateful that you've been on this series since season two and you've been around for a long time. You've made a lot of money off of the back of Bravo. And then I see other people who are right and they're like, Candy has done Broadway. Candy has done so many other things and she deserves to be able to schedule because this is a businesswoman and she shouldn't have to wait in limbo. They should give her some sort of respect in the sense that they're letting her know what's going on behind the scenes or what discussions are being had. Now that I've said that, I'm going to ask you guys in the live chat and I'll see you. What do you think about that? Um, I think they're trying to decide what to do because as a lot of people point out in the live chat, a lot of people have been commenting how I've been feeling for the past one, two, three, maybe three and a half seasons of Atlanta is just a, it's a downward spiral. And every time they try to add something or do something, they're not making it better. You know what I mean? And we've said many times, there are people that you need to bring back in order for the show to be amazing. And yes, like, well, Real Housewives of New York, they did a full recast. I thought it would have been great. And we've talked about this before if they included some of the older ladies with the newer ladies and kind of changed the dynamic a bit. But they're not even trying to do anything with Atlanta. I hope they don't recast the same way they did with New York. Even though New York worked, I think it would be great to have some of the OGs bring Portia back, keep Candy, uh, Kenya, I guess. Like, like a revamp, not a reboot. A revamp, not a reboot. That's right. what it needs. But I, I just don't know. I just, this was, I say this all the time. This was my first Housewife show. This was the one that I really enjoyed watching. And honestly, I hate to say it. Nini, I know she's like walked herself off the plank with NBC Bravo. However, that would have saved the show in two seconds. Go back, watch any clip. Like every time I'm going through my Instagram. She's the clip, number one memed reality TV star. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And also I was going through my Instagram and, and streaming. And I think it was like the first Watch What Happens Live Clubhouse with Nene. And I'm like, this is, this is entertaining. She's TV. She's amazing. So it's, we need those kind of personalities. I just don't think they're either doing a good job of trying to find them or 
uh, they're just not bringing anybody back they need to. Right. Okay. Yeah. So now from there, another thing that I wanted to talk about was the fact that guys, by the way, over 630 in the room, smash that like button, show some love and don't forget again, the link is in the description of this. If you're listening to the podcast, anywhere you get your podcast, it's already easy. Just go drop a five-star review. Let us know your favorite currently airing Bravo show and your least favorite. And if you guys haven't seen it, well, the link is in the description. So go leave the five-star review. Once we hit a thousand, that is your way to enter and you get your free blue mead. But going back to it, there is a pay discrepancy amongst the Bravo celebrities right now. And I wanted to pick Jason's brain on this one as well, because the Bravo deck cast, whether deck. or yeah, below deck, Bravo below deck cast, um, they right now have pretty much been bringing in some of the highest ratings amongst any of the shows except for Salt Lake City and its finale. Consistently, though. Consistently. Over, the, over the past few years, and for a lot of years, actually. Yeah. Yeah. And now, come to find out, they're making about $6,000 a month for being on the show. So that's a lot less because even if you take 6 times 12, which that's not what it is, they're only on the show for two months, so they only make about $12,000 plus the tips, plus residual as far as like the sponsorships and the promotions that come from after that they also so they get a salary first of all from their boat right then they get the tips okay then they get whatever they're paid by bravo so collectively aside from the captain they're all making probably under two hundred thousand dollars every year still with being on bravo probably okay so that's the pay discrepancy that they're talking about because some of them like hannah ferrier or kate chastain or even at this point asia scott or, you know, some of the ones who have been on for a long time, like Eddie was on for a while, a couple seasons, um, whether it's one of the chefs or whoever, it doesn't matter. They're saying that they are also on Bravo and they don't understand why the housewives are making more money than them. Now, I was reading some of the comments from you guys when I did this video and you guys said the housewives have a lot more upkeep. They have to pay for their glam. They have to pay out of pocket you know, for whatever outfits that they wear and whatever. That's up to you. That doesn't matter. I don't think that that should be. I think my only way that I can defend Below Deck getting paid less is that it's not always a reoccurring cast. And I think if it is a reoccurring cast, then I think whoever is reoccurring should always get a pay bump. But I don't think that they should be paid that much. Do they not different. get a pay bump if they're recurring? I'm sure that they I'm do. I'm sure they do already. That's the thing that we've talked about this on Anchor Watch many times. It's like sometimes you're a one hit wonder. Sometimes you don't even make it through the season. Mm -hmm. You know, like Ruan, who we don't, we've totally forgotten who that is or what his name is, started at the beginning of the season. He didn't even make it through one episode. Yeah. So I, I don't know. They have a talent. They have a discipline. They're making these big tips on top of that. I, I think that. You know, if you're on for a season, great. But if you're someone like Luca, who's who is on a second season, his second franchise of the of the, then you get a pay bump. You get a pay bump. You know, but, or if you're a captain, or if you're a Kate Chastain. But we have yet to find a Kate Chastain or a Hannah Ferrier. Also, though, I'm going to give Devil's Advocate here because Max Boyens made three thousand dollars. So did Dane and Captain off of their first season mm -hmm. of Vanderpump Rules, season eight. Three thousand dollars. An entire season. For the entire season. Yeah. And they got half up front. And Meanwhile, they had to continue their job because Max was the GM of TomTom Tom at the time. His responsibilities at the restaurant, Ken said, if you can't handle it, you can't do both. So, yeah. you know, it's... Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's interesting, but I, I find Below Deck, listen, if you want to do the show, do the show. There's a lot of great opportunities that can come from uh, being a chef on the show, even if it's just for a season or two. Look at Chef Marcos. He opened his own restaurant in LA. Now he's back out, you know, doing yachts again. There's, it, it's, it's, I don't know. It depends on you and what you want to do, but I don't feel, I don't feel like it's, it's, a bad thing who I think should be getting paid the most are the captains because they are the face of the show. Mm -hmm. The chief stews, if you can find a chief stew who can be a Kate Chastain, who can last multiple seasons, that's great. Recurring cast members should be paid more chefs. But other than that, if you want to be on the show, the chief stew part, I feel like a lot of them age out of it for what they're trying to do for TV. I'm not saying generally like that position, but I think for what they're trying to accomplish on TV, I think that they do. Whereas like Vanderpump Rules, it's easy. Not We can show evolution. But then you, know? you see, you can see the evolution too of people on the show. Like, like let's take Asia Scott, for instance. I know you guys are going to get so sick of Blue Deck talk because I could do this all day long. But Asia Scott has been on numerous seasons and she started as a second stew. And now she is, uh, she, or a third stew, maybe. Uh, she is a chief stew. Mm-hmm. And all of all of that stuff has just led to more and more things in her in her career, you know, from from doing the show. Yep. So I'm sure I'm sure she's getting paid right. But we don't need to pay every, you know, hoo-ha and doodah who come on the show for a season or half a season. They don't need that much. They don't need like housewife paychecks. Right. And I do agree. There is more upkeep being a housewife. 666 watching. That's Ooh. good luck. Is it? Uh, or, is that an angel number? Not a bad thing. I don't know. All right. Anyways, back to it. So now since we're talking about... Um, pay discrepancies and the right pays and all of that. There is another lawsuit that has come out. And I know you guys know, if you've been watching my channel, who we're talking about, Lisa Vanderpump and Ken Todd are being sued by two bartenders from the same restaurant that I worked at and Jason helped open Tom Tom Restaurant. Now, they're being sued because the two bartenders were claiming that it was an unsafe work environment. They said that the downstairs, the basement wasn't great working conditions, that there were certain things, whether it was the plumbing or whatever, that um, wasn't up to par. And that when they raised concern about these issues to Pandora, Lisa and or Ken or management, they ended up getting blackballed, blacklisted, fired from the restaurant and then they are claiming that Ken and Lisa made sure that they were not able to get another job in West Hollywood. So as two people who know Ken and Lisa pretty well, I wanted to start with you and see how much you believe of that. I, I don't know. Listen, they just, they've been through several, several lawsuits, right? But, um, First of all, no, Ken is not walking down the street of West Hollywood and telling people not to hire people. That's not how it works. He doesn't have time, nor are they there enough to do that. Okay. So, um, and nobody would call him, but personally for a reference, I also know a lot of people who have started some of these lawsuits and, you know, one of them that happened at pump, this was a very unreliable person for me as a manager. And I'm not going to, of course, say names because there's a legality, but, um, very unreliable, very like always complaining, always whining and really just looking for a problem, looking for something. And, and you have two bartenders, not the entire staff. Right. But then what happened with the last lawsuit is everyone who had worked there, who no longer works there, making the money they made when they worked there are now jumping on a lawsuit. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's also interesting. Yeah. I just don't know because I think about some of the things they're complaining about plumbing, working conditions. I can tell you that those are two things that are not happening. So Jessica said, okay, Adam, time to comment on the sewage situation. Yes. I mean, they're, listen, I think that place did have a sewage situation. I think they were the very beginning open about were, that. When they were building it, I think it was all over. I think that was on West uh, Hollywood, like whatever. Or the U.S. Times. Sun. <laughs> the U.S. Sun. West Hollywood News. West Hollywood News. There is a Just sewage like issue. Doors. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I, I, yes, I, this isn't like, Hey, I didn't get paid for a break. I didn't have, or I didn't, I'm missing hours. I didn't get the paycheck I was supposed to get. That's different that you're not 
working conditions, you're, listen, shifts in West Hollywood. I don't know about all West Hollywood, but at Lisa's restaurants are literally like five hours. And I'm not even kidding. They're five hours. You can choose to work more, you know, but if you want to be cut after four or five hours, you will still make a decent amount of money and you will leave. And that's it. Um, and so that's, I don't know. To be fair though, too, like ships are five hours unless you were like me. And then I was like cutting everybody. I know, but you wanted and to like, work. well, yeah, yeah. It's I would different. stay there for like eight, nine different. hours. Yeah. But I love, I don't know. There are certain lawsuits, which I think, you know, that pertaining to Lisa and pertaining to other restaurant owners where I'm like, okay, I could see that for sure. You know, even working in it. But then there are other ones that I'm just like, sounds like bullshit. Sounds like sounds like bullshit. Okay, so we're gonna keep going on because there is more to talk about. And God, our topics today are not messy. I, you know what though? Actually, we're talking about pay discrepancies. We're talking about lawsuits. We're talking about shit shows that is the Southern Charm franchise, and we're talking about what they need to do with the Real Housewives of Atlanta. All while sitting here covering what a shit show of a not a shit show our weekend was, I think we're okay. And you said that JT has little big man syndrome. I said, no, I said he has a little big personality. You said that he has that little man okay. syndrome or whatever the hell you that said. That is not okay. Okay. D don't, no. As someone who is 5'4 yourself, do not defend your insult and then make mine a, a weaker insult seem more than it is. Or I'm going to sue you. Get in line, Sesh. <laughs> well, we okay. wouldn't be talking about Bravo if we were talking about lawsuits. So let's let's move on. Okay. So I wanted to talk to you about Kyle Richards and Mauricio Umansky because I feel like we've been talking about them a lot. But Kyle Richards recently opened up about the fact that she has gotten Mauricio multiple times in the DMs on his social media accounts with other women talking to them. They will slide into his DM. And then he will be nice and answer back. Hi, how are you? Oh my God, you're so good looking. Oh, thank you so much. Like, you want to buy a house? I don't think that's it. Listen, as a realtor, okay? We, we were both really shitty realtors in Los Angeles, both Adam and I. You answer everything. When it comes to DMs from like pretty young women as a married man, it's just, you just, that goes to requests. You know what I mean? Or just don't answer them. Don't open them. That's okay, because not every pretty young female in LA is looking for a multi-million dollar house from the agency. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, for me, if I was Kyle, I'd be that would piss me off. Right? If it was you, you wouldn't be sitting here. So I, I just, you know. Bitch. <laughs> Jason and I love um, Jason and I love when you and Adam do lives together. Thanks. No folks trying to do it. I'm just saying both of y'all are trying to get tall and Bravo statue. No, we actually, we are really tall. We're tall. Uh, well, he's taller, but you know who's tall? Austin Kroll is tall. And so is Craig and so is Shot. Yeah, they're like giants. Yeah. And that's why JT, big looks, that's why JT looks like a little big personality. Adam is spicy today. Not spicy. You are a little spicy. No. Yeah. This morning we left, we left our, our workout and it's like kind of cool, hot here and humid. And... Adam was like talking to our friends and there was like just steam coming off Adam. I'm like, ooh, it's going to be a spicy day. And somebody asked me how many espresso shots I've had today. Six. <sighs> okay. When your heart stops, you won't be surprised. I'm just saying. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> then just take whatever's left of me and just feed it to the birds. Okay. Not the birds. Yeah, the birds. The sharks. Fish. All right. As we continue on, I wanted to bring up another thing because Andy Cohen is applauding the fact that the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City were not only able to keep the finale under wraps, which they did a pretty good job. Even my friends, our friends who are on the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City did not tell me what was going on, but there are members of their teams I do have that to say some things. Members of their teams, but they in, in Salt Lake, usually they don't talk about the show. Even when we're with them, Right after filming, right before filming, or during filming, they won't talk about they it. They won't talk about it. And not I even think Jen would tell us. No, and, and not Meredith, and nope. not Whitney. Nobody tells us what's happening with the show, and I think that's great. It's great for them. It's great I for think their it's show. Great at the end, but in the moment, I'm like, just fucking tell me. No, no, because if you had Lisa Rena on your show, you'd be effed. Yeah, you know what I mean. So I think they're trying to avoid that. I think there's been enough talks behind the scenes too of. We have a show for this reason, and this reason is so people turn, uh, sorry, tune into the next episode and they see what's going to happen. You know, well, like if you know, 
Andy Cohen's applauding them because they were able to keep this under wraps. He said that this has been one of the best reunions. And he's also applauding them for the fact that their finale episode accumulated over 2 million viewers, which I thought was a big deal. That's a, a big deal. deal. We haven't That's seen what, those numbers for a long time. I just want to know who's coming back, who's not, because they start filming next month and I'm still, I'm going to be pissed and annoyed if it's not the exact same cast. I really Plus, plus or minus, maybe one. No, I don't not, even need not, a minus. I don't know who I would minus at this point. Well, I know that they were looking at, what, two or three women to potentially hold a snowflake. I say add two more women into the mix. I agree. And leave the cast. I agree. Because are we leaving Mary as a friend? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Even okay. Leave Angie K. She can be a full-time housewife. That's three, six, a friend up, and then add two other friends up. That's nine. That would make an incredible, incredible cast. And it would give them something to go off of. You know what I mean? I mean, Monica, you're going to need a friend girl, a lifeline to something. So if you know anybody, I'd send them in for casting. But not Tanisha. Not Tanisha. Not Tanisha. Not Tanisha. But I think other than that, I agree with Andy Cohen and the applauding of it. But now also, I don't know how much you've been keeping up with this. Vicky Gumbelson, Tamara Judge, and Shannon Bedore. I know that we've been talking about this <laughs> a lot, but... Tamara Judge is opening up more and more because this is the thing that kind of annoys me. And I can see both sides of this. Vicky said to Entertainment Tonight during a press tour for Trader Season 2 that she feels as if the reason that the girls are so mad at her was because she ended up deciding to do a tour with Teddy Mellencamp for Two Teas in a Pod. So it's just a one-off city. It's a one-live date. And iHeartRadio wanted them to do this, this big live show, and they committed to it. Tamara's saying, I told Vicky and I told Shannon about this. And Vicky and Shannon are saying, by you doing this and taking this takes precedence over the Trust Amigas, we see where you stand. Where are you at? Okay, here's where I'm at. You have a number one podcast mm -hmm. in TV film, okay? Yep. Two T's in a pod. They're good at the podcast. Let's give them that. Yeah. At the beginning, some of the equipment issues were a lot for me. Hard to listen to, but they they really got it going now. They the got it the go. way they handled it at BravoCon by having a pre-BravoCon party, mm -hmm. having all the housewives over, and then doing little five-minute interviews in, in the room was amazing. Smart. Good thinking. Smart. So this is a, an iHeartRadio thing. I think where Vicky and, and Shannon would be mad, though, is because who are the guests at the Two T's and, uh, and Two T's in a Pod live podcast show? Well, you have Emily Simpson, right? Angie Katsunavis. Angie Katsunavis. Eddie. Eddie. Why wouldn't you include the other dose of the Amigas? Well, because Vicky doesn't include Teddy in anything that they do. Okay. Then, well, then they shouldn't really have a reason to, to complain. Right? Right. Well, and that's what I was kind of saying, too. If Tamra, and I'm not defending anybody here, but I think that Vicky and Shannon should bring on Kelly Dodd. And if Tamra completed, this is the dumb shit that I don't like. Okay. The dumb Sorry. shit. No, 2024. No, I got to hear it. No, because I'm embracing my, like, I'm not going to be filtered anymore. You told me this is the year of you me. never... No, I said it's the year of me. I never said it was the year of you. Jason said 2024, the I, year listen, of me. Listen, we, we did like, you last year. We're doing, we're doing me this year. Then next year we can share. This is the year of me. Okay. <laughs> So I feel as if, and I've seen this before, been in this shit. If Tamara committed to live shows with Vicky and Shannon and she completed that schedule, she honored her time commitments, did them, and then boom, we're done, then you're done. Agreed. And then after that, if Shannon and Vicky come to Tamara and they say, hey, listen, we want to do two or three more dates. And Tamara says, as of right now, based off of what Tamara said, I don't have the time with about getting ready to start filming, doing press for Trader Season 2, and committing to iHeart for the two T's in a pod. I don't have the time. So by all means, please, if you guys want to add somebody in as a substitute, kind of like they do on two T's in a pod when Tamara doesn't have the time, Teddy brings in Emily or Cynthia Bailey, then go ahead and by all means bring in a substitute. That is not something bad on Tamara. Tamara committed to her time. She did her time. And now because Tamara's busy and other people might not be as busy, you're getting in your feelings. You're getting a little bit butthurt about that. That's a you problem, not a Tamara problem. That's how we look at it. Right? I, agree. I mean, yeah, I agree. I agree with that. I agree with that. 
And, you know, if Vicky doesn't like being around Teddy, which I understand, then yeah, I get it. Then why would you ask them to be on the show? I do have to say though, um, so Greyhound Girls, bring this comment up. Mm. Greyhound Girls says, the Greyhound Girl says, not not really a Kelly Dodd fan. However, since Alexis is coming back, bring Kelly on. Can I tell you? Yeah, I'm just going to bring that up. Vicky is now on vacation or has been on vacation this past weekend with Kelly and Rick. And I know everyone has different opinions about Kelly and Rick. Sometimes I don't always agree with what Kelly says. I do find her great TV. This is an opening. Mm-hmm. Here is an opening. Are we going to do it? Are we not going to do it? I don't know. But I don't think Bravo would bring Kelly back. I'm not sure. But as a friend, yeah. why not bring her into the mix? We're throwing so much fuel on the fire already by bringing Alexis back with the whole John and, and Shannon situation. It's like what you need here is the 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 cherry on top and that would be the cherry on top i think that us pretending like it wouldn't be good anymore you know i saw even where there was a comment and a review that said i just want to love you guys so much and i wanted to give you five stars but i'm going to leave you one because you advocated for kelly dodd it's like if that makes you feel better i still don't care and i'm still going to advocate for kelly dodd kelly i'm not on kelly's payroll I'm telling you what's going to make good TV instead of sitting us sitting here like complaining in a recap saying that we're bored with something like the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills or even Potomac at this moment or Atlanta or um, a few other ones like Roni, New York, and even Ultimate Girls like Trip. New York. Instead of us complaining, running my this, point is instead of us complaining, let's just give everybody what they want and if people think that that's not what they want then let's test the waters let's test find let's a see. solution let's find a solution find a solution as of right now beverly hills i thought lisa renna was so toxic trying to split up the sisters and i didn't like what she did with brandy glanville and denise richards i thought i found her incredibly annoying i found her to be like she loved to be the villain she would love to say that yeah i'm an asshole and she lived for that and i just found it like a little off-putting like you really are annoying. Like you're somebody I would just, I know that I wouldn't be able to stand in person, but now it got too season, dark though. It got, it too, got dark. too dark. I liked her too. I like Lisa Renna, but I'm saying now this season, it. that's what we're missing. Is that what you're trying to say? That's what we're missing. Yeah. And I think that we were missing that without Tamara. And I think without like, if we added Kelly back in, that would, that would make it really good too. And I think that if Salt Lake city makes the mistake of taking Monica Garcia out, we didn't have the whole opportunity of totally missing the villain on Salt Lake city because we transitioned from Jen to Monica. So we had that moment where it wasn't like we had this like void that needed to be filled. It was just kind of like there was still our plate was full. And I think that Salt Lake did that very well. Beverly Hills dropped the ball. It was shit. And I think that with Orange County, we can, we've already made a little bit of a comeback, but we can make it better. And I think that that is what they're missing. I think they've got it right on a, on a lot of things too. You got to remember Heather is still on the show. So is she going to film with Kelly? Probably not. That's why the friend thing might work. But we brought Heather back. We brought Tamara back. Like we've gotten real rid of the Noellas and the who was the other one that didn't work out so well? The one Jen Doctor Jen Doctor Jen Armstrong. Yeah, I don't know what we were trying, but I feel like now now's a really good opportune moment. I mean, also with um, Salt Lake going back to Salt Lake. You remember last year's reunion was four of them sitting on a couch. Yeah, it was, it was such a snooze fest. So. You know, Heather, and I think I said this on one of our recaps, Heather at the beginning of the reunion said, I wanted us to prove to everyone that we are a show without Jen. Well, you didn't do a good job at the reunion last year because it was just the four of you and it just is kind of dull. And, and I they still made it about Jen. And they still made it. But this whole season has been about Jen Shaw. It really has. I mean, yes, you need the storyline to roll over and, and stuff, but it's it's been beginning, middle and end and reunion. You know, so I think keeping the cast, like you said earlier, the same would be extremely important moving forward. Yeah. Um, somebody said in here, how is Jen able to watch reality TV in prison? What the actual app is wrong with our justice system? She's an admitted felon. Um, I don't know if she is, in fact, watching things or if her team is just keeping her up to date. But also she's in a federal prison. And I think that that's more of like a. Martha Stewart prison. It's like a Martha Stewart prison. Yeah, like they get to walk around. There's yards. There's little salons. They do yoga. They do workouts. They go to church. They read books. They have commissary. They can buy makeup in their commissary. Repent for your sins. They repent for their sins. Yes. Yes. Jason needs to go repent after this shit. 
Okay. Repent anyway. for I'm not I'm not repenting for shit. Okay. <laughs> All right, guys. So if you've been watching since the beginning, um, then you already know what to do. If you guys want to enter in for our blue mean special giveaway worth $150 after that, like I said. Um, we'll be doing more, but all you have to do right now, and I'm going to go ahead and bring up the tab, go anywhere you get your podcasts, especially if you are watching for up and Adam on Apple, um, you can go and you can scroll down and leave a five-star review. And the question is today is what is your favorite Bravo TV show that's currently airing? And what is your least favorite? Because we're just trying to find out what's going on, what people are thinking, um, and Jason is just playing with my screen, and that's annoying, but that's We'll okay. all repent. Don't worry. Okay, go ahead and repent. <laughs> but go ahead and drop that, and as soon as we hit 1,000, we're almost at 800, then we are going to do our giveaway after that. Jason and I committed to every 250 reviews after that. We're going to keep doing giveaways, um, and they're just going to get better and better. Um, it has to be fun. We have engage. to engage. Engagement is such a fun thing for us to do, and it's mm -hmm. such a great thing for the community. So the more you guys engage, we want to reward that. We This is where we want to have our conversations and and our opinions and stuff like that so yeah play along it'll be a lot of fun i know that's right uh yep okay where is that from i don't know oh okay do you oh oh cardi b um oh do you need anything else before we go do you have any i don't need anything do you want to know anything else before i go no if you guys are members then um get excited especially i see rogue poke san diego new member uh this week I'm going out of town at least three times. Jason's coming out of town at least two times. We're going to be doing behind the scenes members only content. We can tell you that we are going to be seeing, I'll be seeing Emily D. Baker on Wednesday for the Vanderpump Rules premiere. After that, I'm not telling anybody where we're going. You will find out right after in the next week. I promise you it's going to be pretty quick to turn around. And I hope you guys enjoy it as much as I think we're going to. Um, aside from that... Go ahead, smash that like button. If you're not subscribed, get subscribed. Don't forget to hit that notification bell. And if you're listening to the podcast, drop your five stars in your answer. Love you guys. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device, or play on PC through Facebook games.